Yes, we're on now. Okay, so, you know, I got my bionic eye put in yesterday. I, I know. And we, we all missed you. <laughs> nobody missed me. But this is how I drove over here today. <laughs> because after the first tie where I had to kind of control now, wait a minute. which way I was looking. Now, what is happening <laughs> in this? Is this like a Terminator thing over yeah, there? Yeah. Do you get like a heads up just like, you know. It's kind of still blurry because the surgery was yesterday, so it's not real clear yet it's still a little swollen and stuff okay. not the outside but the inside right so ooh, things are really bright <laughs> that's how i drove over here today. okay should i do the show like this it's up to you <laughs> i don't think so you don't think so terminator mike all right so yeah that yeah. was that was that was yesterday so yeah. i should be back to full strength by tomorrow all right who is it's it bright here? it's about time sorry it's really bright don't here don't, don't, don't dim lights no you got a dimmer here we go <laughs> <laughs> good one. You know what? We need one of our night lights. Should we do the show like this? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a little creepy. <laughs> it is a little it's weird. too creepy. Yeah, yeah it is. Because yeah. I won't be able to All see right, anything. Hang on your light. Okay, All right, here we light. go. All right. All right. So it's uh, it's uh, Thursday, right? <laughs> what happened to Wednesday? <laughs> well, we weren't here. Uh, do we want to give the answers to the trivia right away, or should we wait till after your giggle? Uh, let's do it after. after You've got hot-breaking news, don't you? We do you? have hot-breaking news. Taco Bell is a new dish? <laughs> no. <laughs> what about Starbucks? <laughs> oh, they're trying to form a union. No, that's yeah. breaking news. Well, that is news, but it's not local news. No, it's not. And our local news, yeah. Gigo News, brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. All right, yes, here's what's going on. The end result of a roughly five-hour-long special meeting Wednesday night for Brighton City Council was a six-to-one vote to reaffirm their opt-out status regarding marijuana establishments. The City Council first voted to opt out of allowing any marijuana businesses shortly after a 2018 statewide ballot proposed legalized the recreational use and industry. The position received renewed interest in Brighton after a 2020 ballot measure in Pinckney successfully overruled that municipality's opt-out status, with a majority of Brighton's council members at the time indicating an openness for allowing marijuana businesses so that it would be on the city's terms and not dictated by a ballot measure. It was still standing room only last night at the Brighton Community Center with nearly 200 people in attendance. The first call to the public lasted just shy of four hours. About 36 speakers were opposed to allow 
barring marijuana facilities, about 23 were in favor, and there were several speakers who just wanted to provide information. Most of the speakers came from other communities. Only a quarter of those who spoke actually lived within the city. Many of those who spoke out against allowing marijuana businesses in Brighton highlighted the dangers the drug use poses to teens and said it's not needed in Brighton, as there are already dispensaries just eight miles away. Most of those who spoke in favor of allowing facilities pointed to the medicinal benefits. Some compared the recreational use as being similar to alcohol, which is widely available within the city. The 6-1 to one vote, with Councilman John Emis being the lone dissent, allows the city administration and staff to know with more certainty what's desired by the council that has seen two new members in the past six months. But just as Wednesday's special meeting was to reconsider the original vote from December 2018, the city said they reserved the right to reconsider the issue again in the future. The head-on crash Wednesday morning left two people dead in Howell Township. The Livingston County Sheriff's Office reports 911 Central Dispatch was contacted about a wrong-way driver with reports that a black Audi driven by a 29-year-old Iowa man was heading eastbound in the westbound lanes of I-96. About 10 minutes after that initial call, the Audi reportedly hit a Buick Regal traveling west bound near mile marker 132. That's just west of M59. The Buick was driven by a 30-year-old Lansing woman. She had two passengers in the backseat, a 28-year-old woman from Lansing and a 4-year-old girl from Lansing. The Iowa man driving the Audi was declared dead at the scene. The Lansing woman driving the Buick was taken to U of M Hospital, where she later died. Both of the backseat passengers in the Buick were last listed in stable condition. The freeway was closed for about four hours while authorities investigated the crash and completed a cleanup. Authorities say both alcohol and speed played roles in the crash, which remains under investigation. After just more than a year on the job, Howell City Clerk has resigned. In a press release, city officials said they received notice of the resignation of Howell City Clerk Angela Guillen, effective May 10th. The city wished her well in her future endeavors, read the statement, which did not disclose a reason for the sudden resignation. On Monday, May 9th, council voted unanimously to appoint HR Director Jamie Hellman to the position of interim clerk, but also voting unanimously to appoint Deanna Robson to the position of city clerk with a start date of May 19th. Robson is a former deputy clerk for the city of Howell. And a Howell High School student's been selected by the U.S. Air Force Junior Reserve uh, Officer Corps to attend the 2022 Flight Academy program. Jada Davis was competitively selected among 1,300 applicants and awarded a $24,000 scholarship to attend an eight-week summer aviation program at one of the Corps' partnering universities. If successful, Davis will earn her private pilot certification and take the first step towards a career in aviation. And that's what's going on. And Gigo News brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Custom jewelry. Exquisite merchandise. Mark and Barb Binkley pride themselves on offering something special for everybody and recognize customer, uh, customer satisfaction as their sole purpose of their business. They're offering a unique mix of exceptional quality jewelry and value in a warm, engaging environment. They even welcome in dogs. For example, yesterday, John took his dog Rocky in. I did. Did you buy Rocky a little bling? I did not. But, uh, they, but if you they, wanted to, you could. I could have, yeah. And they fawned over Rocky. Rocky's a <clears> star. That's how I, at first I thought, oh, over. you're fawning over. Oh, no, it's the no. dog. Never mind. He, John even laid down on his back and I ho- did. hoped to I get his belly I was shaking my leg and no one. <laughs> and everybody ran. No one, yeah. You know, it's spring cleaning time at Cooper yeah. and Binkley Jewelers. You've got some jewelry you need cleaned up, get it shined up to look like new. Right. It's also spring cleaning when it comes to some of your old jewelry. They're having a buyback event, a buy event. Oh. From the 17th to the 19th. Very cool. At Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. You know, my wife stopped in there over the weekend, and she was asking about her. She had a watch, and the battery had, had gone bad. And uh, Mark Binkley 
said, oh, let me just take, took it in the back, put a new battery in, and said, here you go. And she goes, all right, how much? And he's like, eh, on the house. And the thing is, is I only say that because I've seen that with other customers as well, where things like just quick little cleanups or a quick battery repair, oftentimes they just, ah, you know, that's okay. Um, and that's the kind of community business that Cooper and Binkley Jewelers is. They understand that, you know, making a commitment in the long term is how you keep engaged with your customers and your community. And that's why we love Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. And of course, an unparalleled, exceptional jewelry experience. Now, the report that you just heard about Brighton's uh, meeting last night, the yes. council meeting, provided to us by our special correspondent. We got a special correspondent. We do now, show. fella. Community Jordan involved. Yeah, Jordan Genso attended the meeting for us, uh, wrote up that uh, right up there, of course, that you just heard and gave us the, the news that the council there is going to remain opted out of the uh, marijuana ordinance right now. Uh, that So they're just going to say no marijuana business is allowed in the city. Uh, of course, we talked to Jerry Millen earlier this week, and he had a distinctly different point of view. Uh, so we may be hearing from Jerry again <laughs> on yeah. this issue. But, uh, of course, Jordan, uh, you know, we appreciate uh, everything he does. Uh, very much a community-focused guy. And, in fact, Jordan Genso with the Genso team at REMAX Platinum as a community-focused real estate agent. He is once again spending the month of May doing what he has dubbed Main Street May. Each day he uses his Facebook page to highlight a different business on Main Street. Street in Brighton, encouraging everyone to take a moment each day this month to support the businesses that build our community. People who interact with his posts will have a chance to win a $10 gift card to that business. And of course, you can find it on Facebook, Jordan Genso, Community Servant, Community Realtor, your chance to win that gift card. And of course, uh, Jordan Genso, the sponsor of our community spotlight. You know, Jordan stopped into quite a few eateries. Yes. As a part of this, Main Street May. It's a tough We may game. have to get him into shape yeah. after this. <laughs> well, I, you know, his wife uh, does, um, I don't want to say yoga. I know she does, all right, this is horrible that I yeah, don't know. You, she does some sort of physical How thing, do you yeah. know? Some sort, <laughs> of, exor- some some sort of exercise. Some sort of exercise. Let's well, put it good. this way. <laughs> She's got to keep Jordan in shape. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah and, she, and, she, and she does, of course. Uh, but uh, we appreciate, uh, you know, Jordan. And I think, let me, uh, I want to find out exactly where he was yesterday. We should chip uh, him. That way we can find out where Jordan. We're, track, we're tracking Jordan. <laughs> that sounds like a new show. Tracking Jordan. Tracking Jordan. Where's Jordan where today? Where's Jordan today? Wait a minute. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, Jordan would. There, there wouldn't be anything suspicious well, about no, the activity. No, 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 not at all. Yes. Uh, let's see. There we go. Yes, community uh, community servant, uh, community realtor page. Yes. And uh, so we're just as an example, we'll just go to that page now. If or, my this is Facebook called tracking. Page. Ah, yesterday he was at Jack's Custards. Uh, See, Jack's, I told you. <laughs> Jack's Custard and Cakes. I love Jack's. Yeah. So uh, if you go to his page during Main Street May, but of course you can get a $10 gift card to put, Jack's Custard and Cakes. Put our name on there that we followed that, and maybe uh, we'll get to go to Jack's. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like their custard. Yeah. Usually when they do the events in what downtown Brighton, we stop by. Hey, put us in the drawing. Hi. <laughs> we, we saw you. Are we, we eligible? <laughs> Something like that. All right, I'll just type All that right. in. Hey, can we get to our Teacher of the Week? It's National Teacher uh, Appreciation Month. It is indeed. And, of course, uh, we are talking today to Howell High School drama teacher Amanda Mawo. There's a, you know, we've talked to Amanda over yeah, the years. Uh, various productions. And, uh, and of course... Uh, she's been uh, very involved in the community, been very involved in uh, theater arts. Yes. Start acting now. Good morning. Good morning, Amanda. It's Mike and John. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. It's so good to talk to you guys again. Yeah, we want to talk drama. Oh, Don't we? Uh, yeah. Yes. Really? 
Yeah, but we're acting. (laughs) Well, drama seems to follow us wherever we go, Amanda. I I don't know why, but but you as well. A different kind of drama. Actually, every time I hang around with John, there's drama. I don't know what it is. One of us is full of drama. (laughs) Wonder which one. (laughs) Well, Amanda, congratulations. Your peers have nominated you as our teacher our teacher of the day for today. Yeah. National Teacher Appreciation uh, Week and month going on. So let's talk about the drama department. Awesome. One of my favorite topics. Yeah, I figured you might be able to enlighten us a little bit. Uh, this is a busy time of year for you, of course, as we get into the spring. Oh, it's uh, it's very busy. Actually, like last night was the last band concert. And um, Mr. Smigel, who has been our band teacher for over 20 years, is retiring. So it was his last band concert. And our seniors leave today. They walk out of the building at about nine thirty. Oh, senior is now. Now they don't call that senior skip day anymore, right? I mean, this is it, right? It's yeah. the end of the year. This is the end of the year for the seniors. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, they walk out. Right. So it's, really, so it's great, though. It's so much fun, and I love that the school does it. Like we all go in the hall and clap and wish them well. So. Yeah, you, you give them the clap out as yeah. they as they yeah. walk out. Did, did they do that for you? No. When you, they didn't do no, that for the us. teachers privately clapped when I was like, oh, like, God, oh, thank God. God. There was a private room with champagne <laughs> bottles being corked. <laughs> Hell yeah, King is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's a nice send-off for the seniors other than the, the rest of the school going, yay, they're gone. <laughs> well, it's a nice... Oh, you go, wow, no more lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It does yeah. kind of... Uh, Reduce the. I uh, get a better parking spot. <laughs> <you know. laughs> That's a nice tradition. Now, how long? I mean, uh, roughly, how long have they been doing that? You know what? In, um, a long time. I, you know, I just uh, I'm wrapping up my 20th year here, and I don't feel like I can think of a time when they didn't do it. Yeah. So maybe not my first couple of years, but. You know, that's a blur. So yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, we understand. So 20 years for yourself. Like you said, you're wrapping up your 20th year there. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, it takes me a second. I'm like, really? It feels like yeah. 10. It kind of yeah. goes by quick. It does. It? It and it's does. and it's really nice that they have enabled you to mark your 20th year, reach your 20th anniversary, you know, because when you work somewhere for 20 years, it's really nice that they <laughs> give you that recognition. <laughs> and they don't say, hey, oh, you're almost 20 years. You know what? Hit the road. But it's nice <laughs> that instead they have, are marking you and, 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 and you know, you know honoring you. This is supposed you. to be about a Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Not did I? Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Did I do that? (laughs) How did that happen? I don't don't know. I just flew right in there. So what's a, what? What do you think is your biggest say? You know, I, I, you're you're not leaving, right? You've got some more. Oh. All right. So Good. so Good. so far, out of your 20 years or almost 20 years, what's uh, what what's the biggest highlight so far? I know you probably have a, a ton, but what stands out? Well, you know what? It, it, you're right. It is kind of hard to to narrow it down. I really have to say though that um, teaching through COVID was unlike anything, obviously, any of us have been through before. And I think how resilient these kids were and um, just how they kept fighting. And, you know, last night at the concert, Mr. Smigel said, you know, it could have, our our performing arts, it could have gone down. And because of the kids' resiliency, it did not. And our numbers were good and they're showing up. And, you know, just... uh, seeing their love for the performing arts, I really have to say it's been, it's been really lovely and definitely is something I'm going to remember. 
Yeah. So. I mean, a lot of people are going to take a lot of bad out of the uh, COVID-19 and the shutdowns and everything else. But we have heard from a, a number of teachers uh, over the past 10 days or so about just making it through it and people sticking with it. And, well, and the kids especially. Having the adaptability and the flexibility, because that's what you guys had to do. You had to adapt. You had to be flexible to deal with the various circumstances. And uh, I, I don't think teachers, any of the teachers, whether they're in Howell or any other district, uh, get the appropriate credit for, for being adaptable and flexible. Yeah, and it was definitely challenging, but you know, when we came back, it was, um, you, you have gratitude. I don't think there's any way else to put it because you realized how much you miss each other, how much you need each other. Um, and you know, kids, oh, school, it's awful, this and this. And then we went virtual and they were just so happy to be back, (laughs) you know, that, 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 and appreciate what they had. And I did too. Absolutely. Performing us online is pretty challenging. Yeah, that's so. that's difficult yeah. to do, right, to pull that off. Yeah, very much so. So Yeah, and, and and like you said, it gives people a newfound appreciation where it's easy to take for granted uh the notion and especially kids and seniors who are like, Oh yeah, yeah, but then to to take them out of the classroom and, and to have to go virtual, it does give a newfound appreciation for yeah. the benefits of that face-to-face instruction. Yes, you absolutely. Know, one of the things as we're talking about this, I'm thinking, you know, kids that say graduate this year over the past couple of years, 20 years from now when, they, when they're talking to their friends and relatives and, and maybe even some that have kids saying, you know, back when COVID-19 first hit, I had to do this and it made me a better person because of it to, to be able to adapt to different things and unexpected things uh, with the shutdowns and everything else. So it'll be interesting to see down the road how, how we act and how we uh, treat one another. Uh, yeah. and, and maybe, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to change for the better or not, but there's, there's, time you'd, will tell, you'd right? like to think the glass half full version would like to think that maybe we've learned some lessons about how we can treat each other better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or we'll uh, be telling our kids, you know, back when I got locked down for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. The COVID lockdowns. Oh, let me yeah. tell you, oh, they were rough. They we had to walk 20 yeah. miles to school each way. I, I had to walk from my bedroom <laughs> to, well, my bedroom to go to class. <laughs> You don't know how awful it was when we were back. I had to actually shower. (laughs) Had to put on pants. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. So did you did you uh, learn anything from the students throughout that whole experience? Um. Or about your students? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Um, Yeah. I. It's interesting when we came back. You know, we had to learn it together. Because yeah. this is not something they teach you in uh, when you become a teacher. Okay, in case of pandemic. Um, <laughs> right. So, you know, Where is that in the manual? I'm looking uh, through. Maybe on the agenda for the next <laughs> round of teachers going through. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I felt like when we all came back, we all had to learn from each other. And, um, and this kind of new reality. And it's interesting that I will have to say very few discipline problems that year i can't speak for this year um and you know just trying new things all of a sudden because you kind of realize what you lost i think that's you know something these kids learned is what they lost um and so it made them appreciate what they did have and want to do better so i definitely watching them go through that it made me want to do better also so yeah well that's i think that's a great point and then that I, I guess highlights that 
the, the, the give and take, the back and forth. Teachers get something from their students. Obviously, students get something from their teachers, and right. that's, that's how it should be. And really, when you're in the classroom and that face-to-face instruction, that really enables that to, to happen to a much greater degree. Yeah, and, you know, I tell my students all the time, I'm not going to be a good teacher if I'm not a good student, if I'm not willing to learn. And I definitely feel like one of the things that I can show them is, it's funny, I tell them all the time, make a choice. In fact, one one student gave me a stack of sticky notes and had make a choice printed on it. She goes, here, I thought you'd save your voice. And, um, and I just think that's so important for these kids and that they have to learn that, and this is kind of, here we go back to drama, you know, drama is a process and you have to go, okay, I'm going to try this choice with this character. Oh, that didn't work. I'm going to try another choice. And that's, it's kind of what life is about in a way too, that you make a choice and you realize it's okay that it didn't work. You can make another one. And these kids, you know, they, a lot of times they get so anxious that they're going to make the wrong choice and that's going to be a huge mistake. And, and, you know, um, I think that's something, just bringing back the drama into it, that I'm really grateful for that I get to teach because I get to show them that lesson. And I also, I try to show them all the time, hey, I made a mistake. You know, um, especially when we came back, I, there were a couple times I went, hey, I'm sorry. I, I messed up, but, you know, this is why. And so I guess that's something that I hope I learned and that they learned from this pandemic and that they will also carry with them. Well, wow, that's that's a great point, um, and you know, and I I, I I see you know from time to time on, on your posts uh, on social media through the the drama department uh, and elsewhere. But you, how many students that that remain engaged post graduation who come back? Um, I think about like say uh, Annie Dilworth, who recently yeah. came back and and was able to uh, help your you know g- give forth uh, you know her experience to your students and staying engaged. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I do have alumni come back. Um, Annie just came and did a great Shakespeare workshop. Uh, you know, Chris Salter and Ross Freeland, who do, came and taught improv. Um, Aiden Pressel, who is an alum and is currently turning cats, came and talked to them. And that, I mean, that makes you so proud. Right. You know what I mean? That they are willing to come back and share and also show these kids, hey, there's more out there. Keep going. That's true. I think you know we get especially for high school students. You're 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 in that that uh, glide path, if you will. Everything is sort of focused on high school and and getting through and graduating. And the the point is is to have them come back and say this is all very important. But then once you graduate, there's this whole world out there. Yeah, (laughs) you don't get you don't get a lot of English kids doing that, do you? They come back and they say, you know, I'm using my English a lot. (laughs) <laughs> they don't come back and help with the English teaching or the uh, math teaching. This no, one, not this one, anyway. It was so fortunate in the swing that they will come back. And, you know, just being at that concert for Mr. Smigel last night, all the alumni that right. were there just wanted to celebrate him. And, um, yeah, I think that's definitely one of the perks we have in our job. So. Well, Amanda, sure. keep up the great work. Congratulations on 20 years, and uh, congratulations on being our Teacher of the Day during National Teacher Month. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much, and it's so great to talk to you guys again. Yeah. Right. Keep no. us posted on the upcoming performances, and, and we'll chat again yep. soon. Always have an, uh, an open door for you. Uh, Amanda Malo, uh, Howell High School uh, Drama Instructor, thank you again. My pleasure. You guys have a good one. Thanks, yeah, you, you too. too. All right, once again, our Community Spotlight sponsored by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at REMAX Platinum. You can find them on Facebook, Jordan Genso, Community Servant, Community Realtor, and do your part to support small businesses this Main Street May.
So we want to thank him. And yeah, we certainly do. And you know, um, we should probably give the answers to the trivia yes. questions real quick. Right. Remind uh, me what the for uh, Tuesday. Not that I don't. It was intricately pay attention. To, Why were you not paying attention? Because that's your thing. I don't. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tuesday night's answer. So Wednesday morning's answer. Right. Uh, one in four women say they tell little white lies about, and there was a lot of great answers. But the correct answer was the actual price. They paid for something. Oh, okay. So they say, oh, yeah, I got this. And, oh, and some sale. will say they got it on sale, and they'll brag about the sale. Others will just say, oh, it was only this, and it was really more. Right, that's true. So It depends on your perspective, I guess, yes. on that one. So that now, was Tuesday nights. Yeah, now pull up last night's, if you don't mind, because this was, <laughs> there was some great answers about um, what small task or simple task six, uh, 46% of men say they don't know how to do. What? And uh, some of the answers. <laughs> what all, guy uh, would ever admit? The, for, the yeah. small task. Now, there were some great things like making coffee, loading the dishwasher. Iron a shirt. Iron a shirt. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty simple stuff. Uh, uh, the other, there, of course, the toilet seat came into, into play. Right. They would never have that. As how to operate a snowblower. I know that's been an issue for you in the past. Well, <laughs> I didn't use my snowboard all this past winter. I shoveled. So that way I didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> I know how to start it. I mean, it's just that. Of all the things, I mean, the the I'm usually the one that loses my cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, the snowblower uh, inanimate, but the snowblower has been your nemesis yeah. through the years. My, my yeah. kid can imitate me. This stupid piece of crap, and, and show me, <laughs> you know, he happened to be within eye shot of me, and I will never live that down. Right. So find the ketchup in the fridge. Uh, uh, another answer. Start the washing machine. <laughs> Oh, I can start it. I don't know how to use this thing, honey. I... This was even simpler than that. Right. Our answer was sew on a button. Oh, man. 46% of guys say they don't know how to sew on a button. Now, the rest of us just say, I don't care if the button's there or not. That's probably true. You know? It is a good skill to it have. Is, yeah. I could sew on a button, although it's In an emergency ugly. situation. And if you look, you know, like, I could get the button on the shirt, but if you look underneath and see how I got it on, you're <laughs> that like, that doesn't matter. Oh, my God. But the hard part is, you know, getting the needle in with the right. fat fingers and, yeah, and putting thimbles on. Right. Guys aren't going to do it. No. No thimble. Right. Thimble. That's, That's an interesting word. It really is. Thimble. You know, it's time for the less you know with our good friend well, Rich and, Perlberg. And, and we know less. And he, we should ask Rich if he knows how to sew on a button. Good morning. Good morning, Rich. Good morning. You? I'm good. Hi. I'm good. Hey, before we get to today's topic, we wanted to know if you know how to sew on a button. So um, do I know how to do it in theory or in practice? Well, have or you ever sewn or. on a button? Ever attempted? Um, I've never, I've never sewn a button on anything. Right. Okay, well, do you know how to do it? Yeah. If you had to. Well, in theory, yeah, but if I had a needle and a thread, yeah. Right. In theory. In theory. The theory you know, of sewing. A paper clip will do just as good. I'm a, I'm a sewing theoretician. I think what I do is go buy a new shirt. <laughs> yeah, That's what we're saying, mostly. Easier. I mean, yeah, you could if you had to, but just like, you know what, I'll just get a new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or or just go without the button. All right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, today we're talking about, um, well, some people that used to live in Livingston County no longer do and have moved on. Yes. Big celebrities here that once held a position of prominence and then did not and, and left. 
No, we're not talking about us, Mike oh. and John. Oh, yeah. There's some similarities there, I guess. They, I, um, did, they, did they lose their position of prominence? I don't, I don't know how that's given and taken away. Yeah. <laughs> talking about Melissa Gilbert and uh, Timothy Busfield, of course. And many years ago, several... God, how long has it been? It's been like seven, eight years oh, ago? Probably. I remember it, talking yeah. to Timothy about when he played... When he played Poindexter in Revenge of the Nerds, and he didn't really refer to that one as much no. as some of his other roles, but uh, we always enjoyed him coming into the station and talking with us. And then, well, and and Melissa Gilbert, look, when she first arrived in town, and everyone focused on her. Oh my God, Melissa Gilbert, Little House in the Prairie, it's not so everyone, wonderful. I didn't care. And uh, you know, at first you're like, okay, that. I'll be honest and say, at first you're like, oh, that's cool. All right, yeah, hey, cool, we got our little celebrity here, and then. We met her. <laughs> and uh, you, guys, you guys actually got to meet her. I, I, I saw her and Tim having dinner once at uh, the wooden uh, spoon, but yeah. I, I never, I never met them at all. So I mean, look, I, I will say this, and I, I remember running into her and Tim at the Brighton Theater. Uh, we, we had just gone to see a movie, um, uh, Gravity, I think, with uh, Sandra Bullock, and we ran, oh. in, ran into each other in the parking lot, and my, it, was, it was with my family, and she had gone there, and, and her and Tim had gone in there, and it was a nice conversation. They are regular people in that sense. I don't want to trash or berate them in a certain sense. Sure. But uh, the, the oh, by the big but yeah, the level of um, people tripping over themselves, especially yeah. over her, it seemed a little odd. Especially at first, people were driving by what they thought was their house. I think that's it. Well, that's, oh my that's god! Really got me. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like we were talking about an A-list celebrity. I mean, yeah, C-list. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Well, they're, they the the reason we're talking about them is they just got a place in New York or outside of. Well, they were just City, featured. Right? In, yeah, the New York Times just ran a story about them, and they've got this fourteen acre spread outside the city. And like, okay, that's wonderful. And now they're well, she's she's pushing a new book, and, I, and they have a uh, the Times has a um, uh, real estate feature where they talk about it. And this was not the normal house or residence that they feature. It's pretty. Uh, was it what's the term rustic or modest that you use? Yeah, your your modest fourteen I mean, acre spread. You know, I mean, it got fourteen acres. That's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, but did they have a phone pole? You <laughs> pole you climb up to answer the phone? Probably not. No, not really. <laughs> but I mean, it was like, oh, she's just like us. Oh, she shops at Meyer. I mean, when she lived in Howell, that was kind of the thing where, like I said, it, originally people were tripping over themselves. They, they they were made the Fantasy of Lights uh, Grand Marshal, something that's usually been reserved for folks who've been in the community and have made prominence here. Um, they were kind of given an A ticket to a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, especially, oh, that happens with celebrities. Especially, so. yeah, well, not us. Yeah, I, I, I guess the symbol was a little bit amusing or amusing. I mean, I can't blame them for the fact that people went gaga over Right. I mean, that, that that wasn't their fault, but I I thought it was kind of funny, and and uh, then all of a sudden she said she thought she could be a um, a congresswoman. Right, she's going to run for Congress uh, and uh, announced her campaign. I remember I had her in and did, did an interview with her and. Uh, one-on-one, she was able to talk about some of the issues uh, that she was, you know, and she was a progressive Democrat and uh, was able to do that on a one-on-one basis fairly well. 
where it all fell apart was when she had to either face her uh, putative opponent or was asked questions that were not of a friendly nature or people said, hey, what about that whole IRS thing? <laughs> you seem to owe a little bit of money. You know, and, and that surprised me that she didn't see that coming. I mean, right. she wasn't naive. She'd been president of the, uh, the Screen the Actors Guild for four or five years. So she had a background and. But she did act, it was all very like, oh my God, how dare you ask me about this yeah. IRS debt? Like, you're running for Congress, lady. I, people are well, going to ask. Well, thing either. She owed over $300,000. Right. It wasn't, yeah, you're right. It wasn't just some minor oversight. It was a, a hefty bill. If she would have just had a garage sale here in Howell, well, she could have paid off part of that bill. <laughs> she tried. <laughs> she tried. <laughs> they, they moved out of Howell. They moved to some... I think it was Rural Brighton's place, and then all right. of a sudden they're leaving town, but they're going to have this big auction. Right, that's right. That's right. Yeah. right. We had him back on the radio station at the time where they wanted to talk about, oh, we're having this big auction, and we've loved living here, and but come buy our stuff, because <laughs> we don't want to move our crap. You want our crap? Come buy our crap. And they made a big deal about this thing, and then it got canceled. <laughs> I've got my feet on the same footstool that Melissa Gilbert yeah. put her feet on. <laughs> <laughs> come on over. <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, it's just, I suppose, I mean, to me, it, it, it made us look a little bit small town that we go that, that, well, I mean, it's, it's nice. And, and, and I, they, they did try to be, become part of the community. She did book signings and yeah. stuff. And I mean, I, like I said, I don't, I don't blame them for people's reaction, no. but I, but I, I always thought it was a little bit unusual that, that, uh. That there was this big. Oh my God, Melissa Gilbert is moving here. Yeah. Right. Now, now let me ask you this, Rich. With that, with that frame of mind in in thought here, what celebrity would you be? Oh my gosh, that's so cool that he or she is moving here. That's a good you question. Know? Yeah. I mean, who, who would you trip? Because for me, it was like you know Melissa Gilbert. I was like, eh, I didn't watch Little House on the Prairie anyway, so I don't care. And when she came into the studio, to me, it was a little snobbish. But uh, well, she talked about her plans, and you know, I would have probably wanted to meet Tim Busfield. Bart. Yeah, Tim was—he was really. That's cool. the thing. I was, you know, that was that was because everybody. The original thing was, oh my God, Melissa Gilbert, Melissa Gilbert. You know, by the way, I'm married to Tim, Timothy Busfield, who was, by all measures, a far bigger star. Um, had more credits, to you know. Was, you know, she was just the childhood star that that we grew up with. So. Right. And when he stopped, there was one morning where he stopped by the studio unannounced. He kind of just knocked on Vag the window. <laughs> like, and who's this vagrant yeah, outside? Oh, right. it's Timothy Buster. And he goes, "Oh, I wanted to talk about these classes he was teaching. I think at MSU yeah, drama uh, for drama stuff." And we had him in the studio, and he was delightful. I mean, he was just uh, he did seem rather down to earth and uh, funny, and just matter of fact. She did, did take on some airs a little bit. <laughs> Am I wrong? I'm a celebrity. Am I wrong? Don't touch my dog. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Thank you. <laughs> so back to the question. Yes. What was the question? I forgot. I was talking. I'm not, I mean, I, I figured if I knew somebody in my normal life, then I would like to know them. But I've never been a type who said, oh, there's a celebrity. i got to go up and talk to them. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it'd be more like authors. Uh, there's, there's no okay. actor. Uh, Colson Whitehead, I'd love to meet him. Uh, you know, he did the Underground Railroad and the Nickel Boys. Yeah. He's just an amazing writer. And I just love to, 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 to pick his mind and see what, see, see what his process is. So would you, would you, if you ran into him, would you 
kind of lose your like. <laughs> you go, oh, oh, well, I, I not know what to say. I, I don't want to say. Yeah. Well, it was cool that I'm so well known for. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would, I would stumble. Yeah. <laughs> I would stumble. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so you kind of sound yeah. like Fraser when he was gonna meet Kurt Vaughn. <laughs> This kind of sounded like uh, Frazier when him and uh, Miles uh, Niles were going to meet. Uh, was it Kurt Vonnegut? Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. Vonnegut. Yeah. Right. 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 So awesome. anyway, I did. I did once. Uh, I think my closest push to celebrity was out in Las Vegas years ago when, unknown to me, I was in the same bathroom as Johnny Carson. Well, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a story. Did I, he wash his hands? Is that something? You- <laughs> <laughs> And it's uh, it's Comic Con uh, in Novi at the Showplace, and uh, William Shatner's going to be there. Wouldn't it what? be something? William, if William Shatner? Shatner? Oh my God! Something if he moved yeah. here? Yeah. William Shatner, he's still alive. I know. Yeah. That's the kind of the thing you're like, oh my God, he oh, he's been in space. Those guys that when they die, they go, oh geez, I didn't know he's still alive. But but uh, Jeff Daniels used to do a song about him. He said, if William Shatner can sing, so can I, or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> That's true. Well. Jeff Daniels is a bit of better, better singer than William Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah. There you go, keeping the praise on him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just he'll put that as a you know a liner note on his. I'm better than William Shatner, John King. <laughs> but uh, it, 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 it was kind of interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm flipping through the New York Times because you know as, as a retired member of the liberal media, that's still a requirement. And and there's 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 this big. Picture of uh, Busfeld and uh, Melissa Gilbert, and I, I will say this: they looked, and the interview came out great. They they looked happy. They were very uh, comfortable in a very very modest home. Although they mentioned at least twice in the story that they were on a tight budget. Hmm. So I don't hmm. know if he's, he's still paying off her. Well, they're so relatable to the rest of us. Their oh, tight budget and our tight yeah. budget are a little different, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. How much do you get? I mean, she she was a child TV star, but how, how much? I don't know. Is it called royalties or residuals? Do you get yeah, like hard to tell? But I'm I'm sure Timothy's still doing okay. Yeah, I, but I'm 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 I think they're okay. I think they're going to make that. Okay. I think they'll make their mortgage. Well, I don't. You know, if we need to start a GoFundMe for true. them, we Maybe will. We do. Okay. No. <laughs> not. So, so I mean, not to get. I'm sure you guys maybe have already talked about it, but apparently. Uh, the, the Brighton City Council last night uh, maintained its protective nature. On yes, the, um, six to one. They they opted to uh, remain out of the marijuana business. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just you just kind of hope that after the meeting, some of them went downtown to one of the many bars in Brighton to discuss their decision <laughs> and had <laughs> lemonade, <did>. of course. <laughs> Tea time, everyone. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can read all about it, by the way, at MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. I see you guys had Jordan write, write the story about it. Yes, he is our community correspondent. Yep. 
There you go. Is that was that his debut? Is the it was, order? and he did a good job. Yeah, he did he a did fine a good job. He did all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get your critique on it yeah. <laughs> next time, Rich. Okay. Okay. As a writer. <laughs> All right. Rich, we appreciate it. As always, the less you know, we don't know any more than we did when we started no, talking really. with you. No. My work here is done. All yes, right. it is. Thank you so much. <laughs> Have a great rest of the week. Rich Perlberg with us for the less you know, as always, on uh, Thursdays here with Mike and John. Right. Brought to you, by the way, by Firehouse Doors, located in Livingston County, serving residents for the past 24 years. Of course, family-owned. They strive to treat each customer like family. Uh, they are also veteran-owned. Mike, a proud uh, Air Force veteran. And, of course, uh, they're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call them today, 810-599-7480. Now, yesterday, why don't yes. you show them the mouse? Check out my mouse. Yeah, that is a sponsored mouse. Yes, it is. This Dan's mouse, PC Solutions. Yeah, sponsored by Dan's PC Solutions. They provided it. They heard that you needed a mouse, and they said, well, we have a mouse for them. <laughs> They also, gave me some, that? they also gave me some great advice about a printer because we needed a printer down yes, here. They said, get, a, get a laser printer. That's what you yes. need. Gave me some good advice. And that's what they do for you at uh, Dan's PC Solutions. Also veteran-owned, a computer repair shop run by Dan and Amber McMillan. They're a husband-wife team providing IT and computer services and support to the residents and small businesses of the Livingston County area for over 10 years. Dan's PC Solutions, by the way, also provides support for your average home user. Not super tech-savvy. That's the place to go. That's me. That's the guy. <laughs> uh, you just need a place to go get someone to explain things to uh, uh, you on a more personal level. They do that for you. Talking to me, for instance, about printers, I'm like, I don't know, printer. Hey, print. <laughs> it's <laughs> just something and I yell at. at yeah, I go, can I swear <laughs> at it? I need a good printer that I can swear at. Yeah. Uh, and if you're looking for a no, new PC don't. and have uh, no clue what to get, have you gotten a new PC, not quite sure how to set it up or transfer, Dan's PC Solutions, the place to go. And, of course, uh, you can stop in and see Dan and Amber uh, and the cutest little shih tzu in the land, Ziggy, who I saw yesterday. Ziggy, very cool. Here's Ziggy right here. Ziggy, very famous. Yes. Cute little Ziggy, dog. Dan's PC Solutions. Right. Located in the former Livingston County Airport building on Grand River and Howell. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 3. Give them a call, 517-579-0975 or online, danspcsolutions.com. And, of course, they are the exclusive sponsor of Mike's Mouse. Mike's Mouse, brought to you by Dan's PC Solutions. Right. We're a day late and a dollar short for School of Fools with Uncle Bill. Good morning, Uncle Bill. Good morning. Thank you for postponing class for a day for us. Oh, that's not a problem. So what's, okay. what's our topic today? Well, do you know what today is? Thursday. Thursday the 12th. Is that what you? Is that the only thing you guys can think uh, of? Is that it's Thursday the 12th. It's Limerick Day. It's National it Nutty Fudge Day and Nurses Day. It is a little bit outside of, but it's our seventh anniversary. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, that too. We were, we were getting well, that. It's yeah. on our list. What did we get them? Uh, <laughs> what are you here for the seventh anniversary? Uh, uh, spot on a podcast? It, it, it's funny because I've listened to old episodes, and every year it's the anniversary. You guys say the same thing every year. Oh, yeah, and we have a gift for you. Uh, you know, we're stocking them I'm up. I'm sorry. The, yeah, the call's going in and out. We better hang up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. What did you get us? Yeah, wait a minute. You're right. <laughs> I got you my time and yes. talent. Yeah, uh, your what? presence is good enough for us. Uh, <laughs> it's all we need. 
Well, happy uh, class anniversary. Seventh anniversary. Yes. Seventh class. Yeah. We'll call it class anniversary for you. So, what is the traditional gift of the seventh anniversary? Do you know? Um, because that's our topic. It's, it's oh, it's it's the seventh uh, seventh anniversary gift. Um, uh, silverware, um, napkins, linen, copper, copper. Yeah, clearly it's copper, copper or wool. So I'm gonna get you some <laughs> copper. Things. I mean, who doesn't know <laughs> that? <laughs> Copper or wool. So this is <laughs> our traditional right. gifts for seventh anniversary are copper and wool. I mean, uh, that's what I knew already. I'm not reading that off the screen or anything. He didn't internet that no, at all. Of course not. He's yeah. looking up all the information about copper. All right, I close it out. Okay. All right, so all right. Copper. We're good. Copper. All right. Let's do copper shows. True or false? Copper is Latin for ore from Cyprus. Hmm. hmm. I'm going to say yes. I'm saying true to that, too. Yeah. All right. So John and Mike both say that's true. It is true. Yeah, All right, then. We're off to this uh, copper. Originally, Cyprus was where most copper came from. Where so. are you going? Over to Cyprus to get me some copper. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, what is added to copper to make brass? Is it tin, zinc, aluminum, or iron? Hmm. Hmm. What do you think? I think it's zinc. You're going with zinc. Zinc and copper. Um, what was the other? Aluminum and what? You had tin, aluminum, or iron. I'm going to go iron. Okay. Probably wrong. John is correct. It is zinc. Zinc. Yes. Yes. So, and tin is added to copper to make bronze. Yeah, I knew tin and copper were bronze, so I, I eliminated tin. Way to eliminate the tin. Yeah, thank you. Right, I so eliminate tin, tin whenever tin, I can. Tin, 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 tin. <laughs> But some aluminum can be. Tin, 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 tin. There, I did it. <laughs> All right. It's an old joke, John. Yes. <laughs> you know, just like me, I'm an old joke. Thanks for playing along. All right. <laughs> hey, what is the oldest recorded copper artifact other than John? What is the oldest recorded <laughs> copper artifact? Uh, what was it? Was it an axe, an owl, owl like A W L? Got it. A hammer or blade? The oldest recorded. Yep, oldest recorded copper artifact. Hmm. What was the second one? You said you had axe, owl, hammer, right. or blade. I'm going to say it was a blade. Okay. I'm going to say I'll go hammer. All right. If I As did Mike Hammer. hammer. Oh, yeah. As <laughs> Mike Hammer. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Stacey Keach. <laughs> Wasn't it Stacey uh, Keach? Yeah, yeah. Stacey Keach. Yeah. Yeah. Which owl. is a hole puncher, yeah. Yeah. basically. Yeah. That's yeah. what that is. Well, I use my hammer silver, to do that. With a silver handle, Ooh. no less. Oh. So, dates back to 51 BC or 5100 BC. So. Whoa. Yeah. All right. So John has two right. Mike has one right. And we are down to the last question. Down to the bone. Can you tell me? For electricity off. conductivity, yeah. copper is number two. Who is number one for conducting electricity? Is it gold, silver, aluminum, or iron? Hmm. I think it's gold. Going gold? It's gold John, in them there hills. John says it's 
gold, Mike. Gosh, I was going to say gold too, but uh, what are the other two? Silver and what? Yeah, silver, aluminum, or iron. Aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> if you're British. <laughs> if you're British. Yeah. I'll just go aluminium just because. <laughs> okay. <sure. laughs> it's probably totally, uh, probably totally wrong, but... Uh, you know what, Mike? You're right. It's totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. Uh, Therefore, I tie it up. It's not John that's right either. It's silver. Uh, so? Silver. Okay. Yeah. The, yes. But so. we but we use copper because it's cheaper? I believe that is true. That and actually, copper is very recyclable, uh, and it's very easy to deal with. So uh, the, the tie-breaking question... How long did it take for the Statue of Liberty to turn completely green? How many years? Oh, about we'll three give or four. It from ten to fifty. Thirty-eight. John says thirty-eight. It took about twelve years for her to turn green. <laughs> Mike, you say twelve. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, John, you are wow. accurate with that. It's thirty-four years. Wow. Well, you know your copper. Well, buddy. yeah, I do. This man, this man knows it's our anniversary. Yeah, right. It. If it had been wool, I'd have done a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well done, Uncle Bill. Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys and happy anniversary. All right, you too. Oh we'll, yeah, you too. And the yeah. gifts in the mail. And, uh, don't use that joke again. <laughs> All right. We'll talk you to you know next what? week. Book it because next year on our eighth anniversary, we'll make the same stupid joke. We you got, know it's true. Write it on our dry yeah, erase board. Don't make we'll that remember. joke. Okay. Don't, just remember that May twelfth is the anniversary. Well, it's, not, it's technically it's earlier than that, but we were off last week. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So, well, some sometime was, in May. Yes. We'll have to so, go back through the archives and look oh, that yeah, up. Oh, the archives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, right, <laughs> all right, Uncle Bill, have a great week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Yep, take all care. Right, all right, Bye. on Wednesday. How about Wednesday? <laughs> yeah? Okay. Well, how about, how, about, how about Tuesday? How about Tuesday? Tuesday? All right, Tuesday. Are we going to do a Tuesday? Okay. You want to do Tuesday next week? You have your people get a hold of our people. <laughs> all right. Oh, wait. You are your people. people, and we'll do Tuesday at 730. All right. Got it. I'll do that. Excellent. We better write that down. All right, write that down. <laughs> yeah, just write that down so that, you don't, so that I'm not up at 730 going, why the hell have yeah. <laughs> people right. are irresponsible. Yeah. That's you know what? We don't. Young Bill, we don't want you to have anxiety. No. You know what? Oh, and if okay. if you need yeah, help with aches. I don't need anxiety. <laughs> no, you don't. No. All right. Well, we and have if, an answer for yeah, you. We'll and you know, exactly. Week. And if you if you have issues with anxiety or aches and pains, yes. stop by the greenhouse in Walled Lake. They're Mike the one-stop shop for all your quality, safe, legal, and effective cannabis needs. In fact, if you go online, greenhousemi.com, you can make arrangements for delivery to Brighton. The council may have said... They're not going to open up a marijuana establishment in But the greenhouse delivers. But they will deliver. Of course, greenhousemi.com. 100% locally owned and operated. Greenhouse owner Jerry Millen has been involved in Michigan's cannabis community for over 15 years as a grower, a caregiver, and an advocate. And for those who are having sleep issues, call or stop into the greenhouse. Talk to one of their bud tenders about sleep gummies. They have a wide variety of flavors and dosages that can work with you to develop an individualized regimen. The greenhouse, located at the corner of Wald Lake and Pontiac Trail, serves everyone from soccer moms to seniors and they want to serve you, call them today, 833-644-7336, or again, online, greenhousemi.com. Our two-cent history lesson, besides it being our eighth anniversary with Uncle Bill and School of the Fools. I think he said seven. Seventh anniversary yeah. <laughs> for School of the Fools. <laughs> I knew it's that. International Nurses Day and National Hospital Day in the U.S. 
It's Limerick Day. There once was a woman from Nantucket. Yes, there was. And she liked fudge. Why don't you go, you know. National Nutty Fudge Day is what she said. Mm. Sounds good. Nutty fudge. What's your favorite? When you go to Mackinac, like, is there a certain? Just just, just 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 regular old chocolate fudge. Yeah. Or fudgy fudge. The peanut butter fudge, man? No, no peanut butter. Oh, God. That stuff. You can taste it right now. Stop drawing. Sorry. It's on this day in 1847, William Clayton, Billy to his friends, invented the odometer. Therefore, you could tell how far you went. Now, I'm old enough to remember. Not the speedometer. The odometer. The odometer. So, how many miles you went? I remember. I had a 70, I remember. I had a 77 Nova, my first car. You went to sell it and you turned back the odometer. Well, I remember my parents, They at a certain point they said, like, because I was driving all over the place, because I was my first of our friends to have a vehicle, so of course, was the drive I guy. drove everywhere, right? And uh, they were like, oh, you're putting too many miles on this car, so they said, you have to limit it to whatever it was, 50 miles a day, whatever it was, I forgot. 50 miles a day? I forgot. Whatever it was. And uh, so my friend was like, and I'm like, I can't drive because my parents are watching my odometer. Can you and, drive me to Wald Lake? <laughs> <laughs> and um, my friends are like, you know what? My one buddy's like, you know, he goes, just disconnect it. <laughs> sure. And he, and, um, and he did. And it, and it was yeah, crawl under the dash. It was super the- easy. I thought, oh, no, you can't do that. That's going to be really complicated. He's like, no, you just unscrew it. There, it's done. Yeah. done I just deal. drove all over the world. <laughs> Try, tried to do that with a rental car once, and that didn't yeah. quite work out. Anyway, that was back in the day. You can't do that. <clears throat> can't do that. Anyway, moving on. 1965, the Rolling Stones recorded I Can't Get No Satisfaction at the RCA Hollywood Studios. Keith Richards had come up with that guitar riff in the middle of the night a week earlier. It became the first number one single in the U.S. for the Rolling Stones. Now, didn't he say he for, he like recorded it in the middle of the night or and whatever? He, he, yeah. he, he recorded himself playing it in yeah. the middle of the night. Just and, that and then the next morning when he woke up, what happened? What the hell was that? What's Let on me... this tape recorder? Hmm. Hey, that sounds good. Rock and roll. The woman next to him said, you think you can't get no satisfaction? <laughs> Try being me. <laughs> 1973, Led Zeppelin started a three-week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with Houses of the Holy. Mm. It's third number one album. (laughs) Soft fade. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. I just realized. (laughs) He's got his fake Zeppelin shirt on. It's a smock one. Whatever. 2000 on this day, thieves stole the gates to Strawberry Fields, the Merseyside England uh, England landmark that the Beatles. How do you steal gates? They took the gates right off the hinges. <laughs> they were 10 feet high iron gates. Oh later God. found at a local iron scrap metal dealer. Oh. Hmm. So you steal Somebody the steal gates. The Strawberry Fields. And then you just scrap them. Well, they needed the money. I guess. I wonder if they got more. They were 10 feet tall. Right. Those gates were. Can you imagine hauling those away? <laughs> they went to Penny Lane, but they're like, oh, it's just a penny. And finally, 2012 on this day, yeah. Ten years ago, for decades, people said the ancient Mayan calendar predicted the end of the world in the year 2012. On this day, it would happen in 2012. Ten years ago. For those who didn't know, it didn't. It was announced that the there are days was a missing I, piece of the yeah. calendar. Right. Uh, oh, disproved oh. the calculation. Oh, look! If you whoops. flip it over, <laughs> we, we should have used metrics. Oh, oops! We didn't see that part. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, that was. Proof Aren't there days wrong. you kind of just wish it did end? In <laughs> <laughs> no, we, then we wouldn't be able to do this. Maybe we should have just we, wrapped it up in 2012 uh, and just been done with the whole thing. I would have been, you know. uh, if we were on the moon, we could have done that. 
That's your two-cent history lesson for today. The dark side of the moon? Yeah. I don't have that shirt. Not on me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. Well, you know, there's, there's more, though. There is. It's a big bang boom morning, it he is. says. What else? Like the Howell Education Association. Of course, we talked to Amanda Malo, who was uh, the teacher of the day, uh, voted by her HEA colleagues. And of course, Howell Education Association, building futures together, promoting and celebrating excellence in the teaching profession. Teachers being spotlighted this month have been nominated by their HEA colleagues as examples of teaching excellence like Amanda Malo. The Howell Education Association serves its membership through collaboration and advocacy at the district, county, and state levels with the goal of supporting teachers and their professional efforts in local schools and classrooms. The Howell Education Association local teachers working together for student success. You and know you who know we'll what? be talking to tomorrow? What? For the teacher? I know. Can we reveal? Yeah. Is that right? I'm assuming. All right. That's what it says. Katie Schrock. Oh, see, you revealed it. You broke the secret. That could have been post-show content. But no, you decided to tell now, and that's okay. Yeah. If you're having car trouble, call Murphy's Family Auto today. Schedule your appointment at 517-552-3040. They're also open on Saturdays for your convenience from 8 to 1. Take the car in in the morning. Get it done by afternoon. Tell them Mike and John sent you. Yeah. And you get 5% off your bill. Yeah. That's the Mike Mike and John discount it is. 5%. 5 5%er club. Murphy's Family Auto. Your car knows. Do you get a? I don't know if you get a car. I don't know if they have cards for that or not. Yeah. We'll talk to Dennis and Glenn. That's a. That's the show for. That's me. the show. We don't got no more show. You, you don't. <laughs> we don't no, show no you more. Don't, you don't get no more satisfaction. <laughs> we don't show no more. Yeah. No, you don't show it. No, we try not to. We, you know, we want to be I humble. Leave as I came in. Look out for me on the road. <laughs> I can't do this on the way home. John. Tune in next time and giggle on. Want to try mine? It's kind of a cool one. I have the other lens in my garage. It's mysterious.